and I didn't know what that meant, but God just kept telling me to pay attention to hands, and I wasn't sure where that was going. So I want to ask you something real quick. So here's the very, very first question this morning. Have you ever heard the expression, this is really stretching me? This is really stretching me. It's, it's stretching me thin. It's pulling me apart. It's getting a hold of me. Is it really stretching me? But once I started researching that, do we really mean stretched or do we really mean broken? What do we mean when we say, say that? What do we mean when we say, this is stretching me? This job right now is really stretching me. You know, my, my, my class, my college classes, these finals in, on, on the internet are really stretching me. My finances in these times right now, man, they're, they're just really stretching me. You know, and for some of us, you know what? This lack of a job, this being laid off, man, Lord, this is, this is really stretching me. This is, this is pulling on me. This is tugging on me. You know what, Lord? This stinking virus has been really stretching me. See, here's the definition of stretched. As in a verb form, and there's several definitions, verb or noun, but this is the one thing that I want you to look at here. I pulled up just a couple of them. There's several other ones. But one of the first definitions of stretched is be made or be capable of being made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. To be made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. See, this is when I think when we say we're getting stretched, I know in my personal life when I say, man, this is stretching me, this is wearing me thin. Sometimes what I really want to say, you know what, this is tearing me apart. This is breaking me down. This is ripping me up. But that's not what the meaning of the word stretched is. Stretch is without breaking, without tearing. And see, here's the next definition that I wrote down. This is the one that I really, really like. This is the one I want you guys to sink hold of. It says to cause someone to make maximum use of their talents or abilities. Someone to make maximum use of their talents and abilities. See, being stretched as we know it isn't a bad thing. Now, I know in my personal life, even when I've said that, it's always attributed to something that I'm going through or something that I'm, that I'm pulling through or something that, you know what, I don't want to go do or, or I'm getting pulled apart or, 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 or I'm suffering. It's like a rubber band. You can pull it and pull it and pull it and pull it. If you keep pulling it and pulling it and pulling it, it will always keep its elasticity. But if you set it down and don't do anything for it, it'll rot and break. You got to keep working. You got to maximize. You got to maximize your talents and abilities. So here's my second question for y'all Do you feel you're being torn apart when you say that you're stretching, or do you feel you're maximizing your talents and abilities? Do you feel like you're being torn down? Do you feel like you're being torn apart? Do you feel like you're just, you just don't know which way to turn, that you don't, that you don't know where, where to go or what direction it is? Because that's not what the stretching portion of it is meant to be. 
Stretching means to pull you forward, to open it up, to strengthen your body, to pull you in, to help you maximize the talents and the abilities that God has given you. So let's look at Philippians chapter 3, and I'll start in, in verse 12. And it says this, Not that I have already attained, or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that of which Jesus Christ has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Now that word apprehended means to lay hold of. And what he's talking right there, I don't count myself apprehended to lay hold of. If you look back in the previous scriptures, that means to take back and apprehend the resurrection of Christ. Paul's trying to attain this. Paul's talking to him. Paul's trying to attain this in that. He's trying to completely understand the resurrection in Jesus Christ. And that's what he's trying to press into. That's what he's trying to be stretched to. That's what he's trying to get a hold of right here. But he says, I haven't apprehended it yet. I haven't got a hold of it yet. But he says, but, he says, but right here, one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Did you hear that? Reaching forward. He says, the one thing that I do, I'm reaching forward. I'm getting a hold of it. I'm trying to attain and understand. I have not completely obtained and understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ yet. But I'm going to do everything in my power to find out. I'm going to start reaching forward. I'm going to start trying to get forward and finding out what what he's got there for me. The Apostle Paul was reaching forward. And when I looked up that phrase, I looked up that phrase, stretch, or I looked up that phrase, reaching forward literally means to stretch oneself forward. To stretch oneself forward. He's, he's reaching, he's grabbing, he's saying, I'm going to stretch oneself forward. Paul, through everything that he's done, you look at Paul's life, you look at, he was a martyr, he was killing Christians. And you know what? Even back then, God was stretching him. And, and look at what, look at all the, the, the trials and the temptations and the hurts and the pains and the life of what Paul had to go through. And he always says, you know what? I'm going to finish this race. I'm going to run this race. I'm going to be stretched by my God almighty. And I'm going to be stretched forward in the, by the hand of God. And I'm going to be stretched forward in what he's called me to do. Even through all of these, these, these horrendous, these horrendous outcomes of Paul being put in jail, of, of being martyred and criticized and even even attempted murder upon all of these things he said i'm just going to keep pressing i'm just going to keep pushing because i know god's hand is out there to protect me insurmountable odds paul had insurmountable odds and he just kept pressing forward he just kept pushing forward he kept stretching oneself forward so according to god's word We need to be reaching forth and stretching ourselves spiritually. We need to be reaching forth and stretching ourselves spiritually. We need to be getting hold of what God's got laid out before us. See, for example, the one thing that just comes to my mind right here 
And some of you, I just said it at the beginning again, right now, how many of you have been getting stretched in this fasting and praying time? How many of you are seeing a different light that God is shining upon you? How many of you seeing the ability and the strengths that God has allowed you to see through this fasting and this time? See, this, he's, he's starting to stretch us. He's starting to pull us in the direction that he desires to, to stretch us and pull us in. See, this fasting's been tough. It's been hard, right? But if he doesn't stretch us out of that, we're going to always think it's been hard and tough. We're always going to stay right where we're at. This is out of the box for some. Some of you are, and this is what I'm talking about. Stretching pulls you outside of your box. Stretching will take you outside of the box that you're comfortable sitting in. Wherever you're sitting in your Christian faith, stretching will pull you outside of that box. Fasting in this time was pulling me outside of my box. He's stretching me beyond even my belief. He's stretching me beyond my faith. He's stretching me into a place of where his wisdom is and not the wisdom of man. He's pulling us and stretching us in those places through these time of fasting. How many of you have evaluated yourself in this fast of looking at new ideas, of looking at your thoughts and the conditions or the heart that you've had towards others or other people or the circumstances that surround you? How many of you have taken that time to drop your earthly flesh and truly let God evaluate you? Man, that's good. You're being stretched. You're being pulled into the power and the kingdom of God. How about the time? Now, mothers, don't, I'm not offending you here. Please, please don't get upset to me. But I personally have had extra time to spend with God. Now, some of you, that's not necessarily the case with all your kids and the family. But you know what? God creates the time. Make the time for it. How many are you sitting down with your kids? And I know you're doing homework and I know you're studying and I know you're still working and, and life may seem like it's all shut down, but it's still kind of chaotic for some. But God still allows that time to sit down with him, to be stretched with one another, to come into one accord as a family, to come into one accord with your children and your husband and your spouse, that that time is right there. He's stretching us into those times. He's stretching us into those places and those, that purpose. God will reveal himself on his time when he stretches us. Some of you may be thinking or sitting right there, in this fast, and personally right now, I haven't had this, this huge miracle or, or any, this huge revelation yet. But you know what? On God's time, I'm expecting it. Because he's stretching me into that place forward. He's stretching me into those places forward that you know what? Miracles, I am going to get to see miracles moving forward. I'm going to get to see those places and, and those, those healings moving forward. I have not experienced them yet, but you know what? God's stretching me forward, and I know they're out there. I know that I'm expecting to see and hear those miracles, works, and wonders that God is doing, not only through this fast, but all the time because he's stretching me forward. But we've got to be willing to be stretched. We've got to be willing to let God pull us forward to grow us tall, and to pull us wide in our spiritual walk. When God stretches you, he also stretches his hands towards you for comfort and guidance. He's going to comfort you and guide you in this. He's not pulling you all by yourself. He's 
trying to reach out and get a hold of you and pull, pull you along with him. If y'all got your Bible still, go over to Isaiah chapter 40. Let me find it here. Isaiah chapter 40, I will start in verse 12 here. It says here, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, measured heaven with a span, and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance, who has directed the spirit of the Lord or as he or as his counselor has taught him? He has that vast. Did you see that right there? Hollowed of his hand. He measures the waters. He has the oceans in the palm of his hand. He has the oceans in the palm of his hand. His mighty hand is completely holding the earth in his hand. How many of us are reaching out to get a hold of that hand? That word vast right there, that word span right there, I looked that word span up specifically in this youth, and this used, the word span right here means the spreading of the fingers of God. See, there, there's different scriptures in there, meaning that there's a, there's a closed hand out there, but he's spreading his hand out. He's pulling his entire mighty, powerful hand out right there. And when those fingers begin to get stretched out right there, those fingers denote right there that power of his hand. It, it literally says mighty power, rule, rule over power, rule over power. When God stretches out his hand or his arm, there is a signified power, unlimited or indefinite to that act. Did you hear me there? There's a signified power. When, when any time that you see God's hand or God's arm is being stretched out, there's a signified power that is unlimited or indefinite to that act. How many of you want that? How many of you want that? Here's this third question. I'm rolling through this quicker than I am, so we're doing all right. Here's this third question right here. When you're feeling pulled or when you're feeling stretched, when you're feeling torn apart, when you're, when you're feeling those things, when, see, when you're, I said earlier, when you're, when you're feeling stretched right here, that shouldn't mean that you're feeling torn apart or broke down or hurting or unable right there. But when you're feeling that stretch, does it, when you're feeling that pull and torn, when you're feeling stretched, and torn and pulled apart. God is, God is stretching you in this, with his mighty hand. Are you stretching your hand back towards him? See, God's hands are right here. God's powerful hands are right here in front of you. He's reaching out to each and every one of us. He's trying to get a hold of each and every one of us. But his hands are empty until you reach back. Until you reach out. See, for a better part of walk, of my walk that I've been in, I knew that God was right there. I knew he was in my heart. 
I tried to follow him as well as I can, to be obedient as much as I can, but I can honestly say that I never really looked at how powerful and the almighty God was trying to reach out to each and every one of us and how long I sat in the middle of a relationship without reaching back and to take hold of the almighty God's hand and to walk with Jesus. See, you don't walk behind Jesus. You don't walk in front of Jesus. You don't instruct him where you need him to be. All you need to do is be equally yoked with Jesus Christ. You get hand in hand and you go forth and you get stretched moving forward. Are you reaching back in God's hand? We can get stuck in our own little butt ruts. We can get stuck in, in our, just our Sunday services and we can get stuck in, in my two-hour church service or, or we can get stuck in just you know waking up and reading our 10-minute devotional and then going to the world. We can get stuck in whatever we feel like we want to feel on the inside of us. See, and I, and I did it for a better part of my life in my Christian faith and my Christian walk. Ask my wife. And it's no way to live. It was no way to, to, to let God grow inside of me and to let God expand me and to stress me and to pull me forward into the life that he desires me to be in because I never reached out and took his hand and went with him. I was complacent. I was satisfied. Or I was thinking of my own thoughts that it was good enough of where I was at. See, I stated on Friday is that example of worship. A lot of people were, were, were talking about, or I've heard, or heard people talk about, well, you know, worship's just music, you know, or, you know, sometimes I, I just don't get anything out of worship. I just like coming to hear the word of God and, and to be taught, or, you know what, sometimes that worship music's just too loud, you know. I like to show up late to church and kind of miss worship, and then that way I can sit down and hear the most important thing about it, about church. See, and if, if that's you, don't, if, I'm, not, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody yet. But what I'm saying is you're missing the establishment. You're missing the foothold and the foundation of God's word to affect your life. See, you just made that decision on your own when God's hand is saying, come to worship with me. And you're not reaching out. God's saying, let's come to church. Let's come to relationship with me. And you're not reaching out. Just like I, that I had mentioned earlier on Friday, see, you can, you, can, you can go to the well to draw your water, but you forget your bucket, you're still going to thirst. You can go to the well all you want, but if you don't bring your bucket, if you don't bring what you're supposed to bring to the well, you're still going to thirst. Amen? And I'm dropping my glasses. Got too many things on this pulpit here. So you've got to bring your bucket to the well in order to drink. What are you bringing to God in order to have that complete relationship? Are you reaching your hand out to God in order to have that complete relationship? Because all things lie in the power in the hand of God. And he's saying, take hold of it. But are you going to do it? Or are you going to forget your bucket? Are you going to take hold of his mighty hand? Because you're going to remain thirsty until you reach out to grab the mighty hand of God. Roll over. You're already in Isaiah. So, so roll over to, to chapter 65. And we'll start at the very, very beginning right there in verse 1. Hope everybody's all right. We all good? I'm rolling through this a little quicker than I thought, but that's all right. We, we've got time. Amen. 
All right, Isaiah chapter 65. Let me get there. And in verse 1, it says right here, I was sought by those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. I said, I'm here. Here I am. Here I am to a nation that was not called by my name. I have stretched out my hands all day long to the rebellious people who walk in the way that is not good according to their own thoughts. God's saying right here, here I am, here I am. But are we a nation not reaching back out to him? Are we a rebellious nation when he's saying, here I am the entire time? I have stretched out my mighty hand all day long, all day long, not in a while, not next week, not for a couple hours, all day long. He reaches out for a rebellious nation. Are you ready to reach back? Are you ready to be stretched as God is stretching his hand out to you? God is is calling us to him through his son, Jesus Christ. Are you stretching your hand out or are you walking in your own thoughts? Are you reaching for the hand of God or are you walking in your own thoughts? That I don't need to raise my hand in worship that I don't need to get down on my knees and kneel to pray, that I don't need to bow down before an almighty God, that I don't have to go to church every Sunday, that I don't have to read my Bible all the time. Are we operating in our Christian lives with our own thoughts in mind and ignoring the hand of God that wants to stretch us? Get a hold of the almighty power of God's hand. Take God's hand today. God's hand, will, his hand will give you love. His hand is stretching out his love. His hand is stretching out his peace into your life. His hand is stretching out the direction that you need to go. His hand is stretching out the joy that he wants to put and place in, in, your, in your household. He wants to give you his complete understanding through, the, through his hand. He wants to give you his wisdom through his hand. He wants to give you your power and your strength through his hand. He wants to heal you through his hand. He wants to give you his grace and mercy through his hand. Why will we not take it as a rebellious nation? When all of those things it says in the Bible, he will give to us through the strength and the power of his hands. It says we can stand in Isaiah 49, it says we can stand in the mere shadow of his hand, not even in his hand, not even reaching out that that he will hide us in the mere shadow of his hand and that will give us protection and power. The mere shadow of God's hand gives us protection and power. Imagine what we can do if we were to reach out and get a hold of his hand. Get a hold of his hand. Your complete life is in the power 
of his outreached hand. His life is in the outreach of his hand. Your life is in his hands if you'll just stretch back towards his. Are you willing to do that today? Are you willing to do that today? This last scripture I want to go over real quick. It's in Psalms 136, verse 12. Let me see if I can find it here. I forgot to mark it. Psalms 136, verse 12. Bear with me. I got readers on. All right. Psalms 136 verse 12. It says, With a strong hand and with an outreached arm, for his mercy endures forever. To him divided the Red Sea in two, for his mercy endures forever. With an outreached hand, his mercy endures endures forever on each and every one of us his outreached hand when you look back at moses what did what did moses have to do when he lifted what did god instruct him to do he instructed him to lift his hands to lift his rod to lift his staff and that's when the miracle began to happen that's when the sea began to happen you had to have the outreached hands god said moses lift up your hands to do that Lift up your hands and that will happen. Jesus, in the, in the New Testament, if you go back, there's several scriptures of healing. When Jesus says, lift up your hand and raise it. Touch the hand of this man. Put the hand of this woman. Lift this hand up in, 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 in worship. And then healing began to take place. He said, lift the hands. Lift the hands. Are you ready to lift your hands today and reach out to hands of God? If you want, let me put my glasses back on. See, here's what I come to the conclusion of what God was trying to tell me today or all through the, through the study of some of this stuff. That God was showing me personally and I, and I believe that this is for some of you sitting at home and, and trying to get a hold of this and understanding the power and the strength that is in God's hand. But if you're not quite sure what that stretched means when, when, when you're dealing with something in life, let God stretch you. Let God pull you because it says it'll never pull you apart or it'll never break you. He will never forsake you nor never leave you. He's going to stretch you forward. So if you want God to maximize your talents and abilities by being stretched forward, you have to stretch back for his hand. If you want God to maximize your talents and abilities and to grow you in faith, to grow you in strength, to grow you in power, to grow you in his love, to grow you in his joy, to grow you in his mercy, if you want those things from God, if you want to extend and stretch your faith of who you truly are, how God sees you in his life, you need to stretch back. You need to stretch forward. You need to come to him with open hands as he's come to you with an open hand. And I'll close with this. See, this is where Jesus comes into play for me. God has always got the mighty power and the strength in his hand. The Holy Spirit sits in his hand. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sits in his hand. The power and the strength sits in the almighty God's hand. 
all the oceans and the seas are sitting in the palm of it. Who does not want to be a part of that? But he had so much power that he sent Jesus Christ in the flesh. He sent his son to be with us. But this is what I want you to know. See, the only way that we're going to be able to reach out and put our hand in God's hand, it's through Jesus Christ. No one comes to the Father except through him. But here's the one thing I want you to recognize, and this isn't just an Easter message or a, or a Resurrection Sunday message. This needs to be an everyday message for a lot of us, including myself. See, we can't reach out and get a hold of God's hand until we fully understand and recognize that Jesus Christ was stretched this way for all of us so we can stretch forward this way to receive God's love and blessing and honor and praise. Remember what God, remember what Jesus did this way, how he was stretched, how he was pulled apart, how he was tortured, how all of his joints and ligaments were stretched and pulled apart. Now that's a painful stretching. If we remember that, this stretching is a blessing. If you'll just reach out and remember who he is. So let me pray for you all today. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we thank you so much. We thank you for your grace and your mercy upon our lives, Father God, that, that at times, Father, that, that we are a rebellious nation. But Father, your power and your strength and your mercy and your word will overcome all. So Father, I just pray that you would condition our hearts. Father, Father start stretching our hearts towards you. Start stretching our faith towards you, Father God. That through these, these weird times, through, through some of these times that, that we don't have that understanding, that we're wanting answers for and we're wanting things to open back up. We're wanting life to get, kind of get back to where it was supposed to be. But Father, I don't want to go back to normal. I don't want to go back to that same old life. Father, I want to go back to a life of what you've called it to be. Not the same old life, not the, not the old normal, but what you've called us to be right now what you are going to do with your hands stretched out on each and every one of us today, that's going to be our new normal. That's going to be our stretching forward, Father God, that we're going to look at your hands and your direction and your timing and your purpose, Father. That's going to be the normal, Father, and not what the old normal used to be in a rebellious nation. So, Father, I pray that the hearts are getting healed. Father, I pray that you're filling them with joy. Father, I pray that you're stretching their faith in a direction that you desire, Father God. And I just pray at this moment, Father God, if there's anyone sitting at home not quite understanding uh, of who you truly are or what it means to be reaching out, it's really simple. It's really easy to do is just say, Father, give me those answers. Give me those directions. See, it's not even speaking out to God. All it is is an act of obedience to say, God, take me. Here I am. I'm reaching out to you. If you've never done that today, if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be in your heart, to be a person in your life, to operate and control everything that you've done, to lay your life down for him as he's laid it down for you, that's all you have to do is reach out and say, Jesus Christ, take my life today. Thank you, Father. So Lord, we just thank you for this day. 
We thank you for your blessings, Father God. We just ask that you would just continue to work in us. For those that are fasting, for those that are in, in deep prayer, Father God, I just pray that that Holy Spirit will just continue to maneuver us. Father, that we would just stand in strength, that we would stand in, in your spirit, Father God, and guide us in your godly wisdom, Father God, and the directions that we all may go. So, Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Thank you all very much for joining us. We, uh, we appreciate you spending some time. I believe we even had some people out in the parking lot today. We're getting ready to rock and roll. This is going to be exciting when we get the doors open back up, guys. Again, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you listening to me. Go online, guys. I don't have too many announcements here, but quickly, go online. If you have any prayers or any questions or any requests or any praise reports, please go to info at n3c.tv. Send them in there. We will get somebody to respond back or we'll pray for you or whatever that looks like. But, but make sure that you go do that. If it's settling on your heart, make sure you be obedient to God to what he's telling you to do.